15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all of the topics that you were warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Hell, it doesn't even reflect the person sometimes. We're just making jokes. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast. We're a semi-weekly progressive political and devoutly anti-religion podcast based in the state where people cuss in the nicest way possible, almost like a Ned Flanders with sucrose. Uh, the one and only Utah. My heck. Flip. We fetch and claim to be impartial or fair, but we do promise some, uh, you know, a whole bunch of left-leaning, socialism-loving, atheist, Satanist, humanist, fun commentary each and every week. This is episode number 97 and since it's a uh, Monday, as you find folks are hearing it, we've got a whole lot of current events for you to consume. So some of you are uh, hearing us for the first time. So as far as introductions go, hi, I'm X, and I'm your host this week. And joining me is none other than Felicia Antwizzle. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. I what, missed last week. What's been happening with you lately? Anything interesting? Um, no, uh, nothing. I don't know. Um, mental health care is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle and I caught uh, the, and- uh, the the Coheed and Cambria show, and for anybody that was listening last week, you heard me trying to record intros and stuff, and my voice was absolutely shredded. <laughs> it was painful. I'm like, hey, welcome to Utah. Okay. <laughs> it sounded really bad. <laughs> but well, I, I missed I missed last week because I was really sick, and I'm yeah. still like dealing with some minor hangers on of it and um but yeah like i was supposed to go out and have a good time and that's why i was supposed to miss the show but then i was just not okay <laughs> yeah this is the uh this is the time of the year where most people in utah just get fucked by either allergies or you know that seasonal cold that just comes on my my wife's currently upstairs fighting pneumonia <laughs> oh my god my doctor because i have very mild asthma, either from allergies sometimes yeah. or uh, if I do cardio without using an inhaler first. Mm-hmm. Um, he put me on a Z-Pack because he said the kind of oh, cold wow. I had could easily turn into pneumonia because I get mild asthma. Holy shit. I was like, <laughs> he's like, and it, he's like, and it's the kind of pneumonia you'd end up in the hospital. I'm like, yeah, yeah I've done that a couple times. <laughs> that was fun. Not, not, no, it was not fun at all. I, I've never been admitted to the hospital. I've been to the ER a few times for things, but they were all like a, what, an ovarian cyst ruptured car accident where I had um, muscular whiplash, not skeletal. Wow. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. It was just muscular because muscular. It's like, it'll be, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get soft tissue. Damage. It, you'll, you'll be okay. It, after. 
little bit of rehab. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, you'll, it sucks. She'll be fine. Go home. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I got a glass thing in my eye from those giant fans at Walmart. I was oh, laughing shit. at my own joke and looked up and kick right in the eye. That was <laughs> the night crap. before my wedding night. I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> it was the night before my wedding. You have absolutely no fucking luck, Felicia. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm, I'm not seeing anything about German history between 1939 and 1945. There's just a big gap. Everyone was on vacation. On your left is Munich's first city hall, erected in 15... 15- wait, 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 what are you talking about? Germany invaded Poland in 1939, and... We were invited! Punch was served! Check was Poland! Well, you, you can't just ignore those years. Thomas Mann fled to America because of Nazism's stranglehold on Germany. Nope, nope, he left to manage a Dairy Queen. A Dairy Queen? That's preposterous. I will hear no more insinuations about the German people! Nothing bad happened! All right, this first one comes to us from Raw Story, and it's about Corey Stewart who is the former chairman of President Donald Trump's Virginia campaign, and he's a current candidate for Virginia governor. Well, he lashed out recently. I mean, just like all these guys seem to be doing. uh, After learning that New Orleans had removed a monument dedicated to the Confederacy. Which is great, because I I applaud them bringing it down. Put it in a museum or something like that, but it doesn't deserve fucking public display. You know, it doesn't absolutely, need to... absolutely like don't remove it from our history. Like yeah, we don't, don't want to ever forget. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to forget that half the country were fucking dickbags who wanted to own people because of money, 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 money. <laughs> fucking thing. It's ruining the goddamn country. All right. So he's really pissed off about it. And he said that the removal of the monument, this comes from right wing watch, uh, their quotes that they have here. Uh, was akin to a victory for the Islamic State. What? Despite the fact that its removal had absolutely nothing to do with religion. And he said on his Twitter, he said, It appears ISIS has won. They are tearing down historical monuments in New Orleans now, too. It must end. I don't know if he's possibly talking to, like, the, the Taliban destroying statues and... ISIS blowing up like uh, ancient ruins and stuff like that. No, no, I think it's you're not thinking the same too deep thing. into this. It's not the same thing. I think you're. Th- I think you are thinking more about this than he did. I'm I sure. think that he just thinks that brown brown people are scary. <laughs> it's all their fault. I I'm think that's as far as he really gets. All of them uppity folk. <laughs> brown people scary. All right. So the the monument that was destroyed recently. Well, not destroyed. Fuck, I'm buying into his rhetoric. Fuck. See how easy it is, folks? It's that easy to have that shit twisted in your head. Anyway, what he, the monument in question is the Liberty Monument, which was erected in 1891 to commemorate an uprising by a white supremacist paramilitary organization in 1874. So it is a monument to white supremacy in New Orleans. And I don't know if any of you folks have ever been to New Orleans, but... Mostly not white. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the they, there's not. even folk down there, if, if they're considered, I'm thinking like white, like white, you know, the, there's not very many of those. There's a shitload of Cajun folk down there, <laughs> which is essentially French. <laughs> but French hillbilly. French hillbilly. But they're, it's, it's, oh God, they're great people. But, <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. I, I don't see. I, I use the word hillbilly. Yeah. Not as a pejorative. Because yeah. Cajun, yeah, Cajun is. Is its own thing. It's oh, its own people. thing. Yeah. I'm, I, I lived in Louisiana for about five or six years as a kid, and I fucking loved it. Loved it. All right. So he says that um, 
Let's see. The inscription was ad- was added in 1932. Was added to the statute that talked about the importance of recognizing the importance of recognizing quote white supremacy in the South. <laughs> and they they what? covered yeah they, they covered it over in 1993. Thankfully, because fuck that would be that's a terrible thing to just have out there on display. You know, see how important white folk are. 93, not 1993. that long ago. <laughs> No, my, that was the year my sister was born. <laughs> my little sister. So the monument, the monument remained highly controversial, and its removal was backed by the Democratic New Orleans mayor, Mitch Landrieu. Uh, Stewart's defense of the monument is far from the only remark that he's made while running for governor this year. In February, he drew fire for calling former RNC Ed Gillespie a cuckservative. Oh, you have my people God. running. And it says here, which is a favorite insult of white nationalists. Yeah, yeah, that, that's an alt-right buzzword. And it's like, it, what's really funny is that, like, most of them don't even understand what the fuck that word means. No, I don't think he understands that it comes from cuck porn. Yeah. and I don't think you, he knows. And it's like, you're, are you trying to kink shame somebody when you call them that? Or are you just trying to say they're not man enough? And it's like, and even then, that's, that's even problematic because it's like, what what is this like 1832 where you know you slap somebody in the face with a fucking leather glove and be like you have you have offended me sir you know it's like I, fragile I, sensibilities I don't, know if that's what they want. I, I don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know what they want i don't know what they want All like right. I, that's the thing cuckservative ah <laughs> and this guy's running for governor of virginia <laughs> it's fucked up all right, so he's also slammed Republicans in his own state who abandoned him because of his defense of the Confederacy and referred to them as nervous Nellies. You Aww. go from cox, cox, not coxservative, <laughs> coxservative to nervous Nelly, and he was fired by the Trump campaign last year after he organized a pro-Trump gem- demonstration outside the RNC that called out both then- RNC chief Reince Priebus and House Majority Leader Paul Ryan. I don't know why. I would like to. I probably need to read into that one a little bit more. But yeah, we have a removal no, remember of remember because the Republican Party wasn't backing him for a while. Remember? Yeah, but it was remember the, when they? But remember? it was the Trump campaign that fired him though for doing that. You think they would right. praise him for it? No, no, no. Trump gets to get away with saying that stuff. Mm. See, that's the stupid thing, is that these people think that suddenly it's okay to say these things. And suddenly, like, it's suddenly, like, the last 50 years haven't happened. It's like, no, the rest of us still live in the real world, motherfucker. We still have to get by day to day. You can't say this shit. It's not okay because he says it. And it turns out it's not really working out for Trump so well either. No, I mean, obviously, there's there's something wrong in the man's brain. Things are not adding up the way that they should be adding up. If you could forget what country you were sending tomahawk missiles to, but you remember a delicious piece of chocolate cake, the most beautiful cake you have ever seen, th- there's something wrong. I mean, he, he, is, he is worse off, I think, than Ronnie was when he was going around the bin. So, be interesting to see how it plays out over the next three years and seven months or something like that. So, we'll be here. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Though, I do need to give you guys a public service announcement. Don't burn yourself out over this shit because I did this week and 
Boy, nothing feels worse than the fucking all wheels coming off your car at the same time. <laughs> You're just like in this pit of despair. No, that's what you listen oh, to podcasts for. We take your mind off of yeah. it. We 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 make dick jokes about things. We're a bunch of conservatives here. No, we're a cuck liberal. No, no, we are not. What the fuck are we? I don't cuck. know. Oh wait, no, wait, wait, wait. We haven't. We have a new term for that. What was the uh, the gay gay propag uh, no gay agenda propagandist? No, gay that's what agenda we are. Propaganda. Yeah, someone called us that this week, and that made my day. <laughs> like, yep, I gladly accept that title. Hey, for the ninth consecutive year, uh, Nick JetBlue Air Airlines rank first for satisfaction among all North American airlines. But you know what ranked least in satisfaction? 9-11 airlines. <laughs> what a terrible name for an airline. It reminds me of that tragedy. <laughs> oh, 9-11. <laughs> yeah, no. oh, don't laugh at 9-11. I tried to tell him not to go, laugh. Adam. I know. I walked through blood and bones in the streets of Manhattan trying to find my brother. Jesus. Yeah, he was in northern Canada. Now, if somebody was to say to you, that their TV ratings, which um, which means we can only be talking about one person in particular here, were <laughs> higher, were higher than broadcasts of the 9/11 terrorist attacks in an interview about his first what? hundred days in the White House. What would you think about this guy? I I, I honestly uh, we we said it in the last clip that we shared with you guys that there's something wrong. There's got to be something wrong with a guy that thinks about everything that he does in terms of ratings. I like getting downloads for the podcast, but I'm not going to rule my life. I'm not going to be like, maybe I should hang out with my kids today. Maybe that'll boost my ratings. You know, it's like, no, that's not how you should go after life. So anyway, I don't understand. In a recent interview with the Associated Press, President Trump, yes, said those words, uh, railed against the fake media, former rival Hillary Clinton and the election, which he lost the popular vote. When asked that if he thought it ch he had a chance of how people change how people vote, Mr. Trump pointed to his, quote, very high ratings, claiming they increased by two or three times when he appeared on the Sunday morning talk shows. And he highlighted Chris Wallace's Fox News TV show. This comes from the independent.co.uk. Uh, it has 9.2 million people. It's the highest they've ever had. On any, okay. on air, yeah. CBS's John Dickerson had 5.2 million people. He's thinking about showing his face on TV and automatically, you're getting better ratings because I'm here. It's like, I don't get how your mind works when, when that's the case. People want to see what the president has to say. That has fuck all to do with Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. Here's what it is. Uh, this is seriously my, my hypothesis on, the, on Donald Trump. Is that he is an aging, he's an old man. Yeah. Who can't be what he was. Not that he was ever great, but he's he's not as energetic. He's slower. He's on the downward slide and he's not handling it well. And to prove his virility and his manly manliness, problems with toxic masculinity, guys. Now you're um, <laughs> he he ran for president. He ran for president. And now he he's not capable of it and it's even getting it's getting worse it's gonna increase his aging and his inability to do things <laughs> this stress is gonna just destroy him oh, that's we've why got... people when you get old you retire and you travel and you, you play bunko and you have <laughs> you have lots of sex that's yep. why you do that 
because your brain is no longer going to work at that high level. Now, it's, it's different in everyone. Somebody like Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton, they clearly aren't suffering from that level of aging. But Trump's atrocious lifestyle <laughs> clearly has not benefited him. No. And this man is he's sad. He's sad and he's desperate. Clearly desperate. Desperate. And since to he's proved how stuck, much of a man he is. And since he's stuck in his cocoon of being at the you know, the president, because all your freedom is essentially gone as president. Even though you have this much power and have the ability to do pretty much whatever you want as the president, you are hindered. You're not allowed to drive wherever you want. And we have we're gonna talk about this in a minute because boy, he talks about it. Let's get back to the the quotes about what he was talking about here. He says, if this was the highest for face the nation, or as I call it, deface the nation. Her, 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 fucking smart ass. Oh, God. Uh, it's the highest for deface the nation since the World Trade Center. Since the World Trade Center came down, it's a tremendous advantage. Advantage? Advantage? What? And ratings don't translate to approval, you dickbag. I mean, we're all watching you watching crash you and fail. burn. <laughs> we love fail. a car wreck. <laughs> you, we, and this is a terrifying and glorious car wreck. Yeah, because he's the president. <laughs> if it was just like a senator, we'd be like, ha ha, fuck whoever's part of that state. No, this is our president. <laughs> oh, man. So I just want to remind people here that several hours after the attacks on uh, 9-11, which after almost, you know, 3,000 people died, Trump was interviewed on radio and claimed that since the towers came down, he owned the tallest building in Manhattan. You knew how he was then. Ah! This is the same guy that we have now. He was condemned for claiming around $150,000 of government funds for small businesses to get back on their feet after the attacks. Yeah. A yeah, small business. Took that money. Yeah. <laughs> small took business. That money. And he also claimed that he saw Muslim people clapping and cheering as they watched the towers fall, which he did not see that. He didn't he see didn't. that. No, nope, it yeah. wasn't happening in Jersey. It, no, no. It didn't. No. It didn't happen. It just didn't. There might have been like one guy, one shitty human being who was like, woo, in his little family room watching the TV. And woo. And like he was, that was it. That was like one guy. And you know it was a guy, all right? Don't even with me. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, in the same AP interview, uh, he claimed that the Democratic representative, Elijah Cummings, you know, one of the f fighters for civil rights, told him that he would be the greatest president in history. And he didn't say that. And Mr. Cummings has repeatedly called for an investigation into the president and his campaign's dealings with Russia and has criticized Trump's health care proposals because they're hurtful. Because they're hurtful. <laughs> They're ridiculous, insane. He claims that insane. Fox News is the most accurate network, and he stopped watching CNN and MSNBC to avoid negativity before work. So he only wants to hear the news that makes him feel good. And you know what Fox has always done with Republican people? They just get all the way down to the bottom of the shaft on that one. <laughs> Deep throat in that goddamn... Yeah. <sighs> I said it may be out, a bitch. terror attack, and on a, let's see, oh, hang on, let me see, this was when he's talking about France, he said, he also insisted that the press treated him so badly when he claimed last week there might have been a terrorist attack in France before police had released details. So he's one of those guys like, yep, I called it, totally called it. And he claims that, by the way, I'm 10 for 0 
in that. I've called every one of those attacks. Every time they said I called it way too early, and then it turns out I'm whatever, whatever. In the meantime, I'm here, and they're not. That's a quote. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, did, okay, one, no, there's been more than ten. Yeah, anytime there's been an attack that he has called ahead of time, he's like, yep, that was a terrorist attack, that was a terrorist attack. Two... I, <sighs> this guy they're they have they're they're not all terrorist attacks and and three just shouting terrorism and oh my god like okay do, <laughs> count, counting the counting the hits ignoring the misses seriously this guy has his own psychic mm-hmm. and let's see the last time it last thing it says here is that the president has a contentious relationship with the press ever since he announced his candidacy for president in 2015 and has attacked most mainstream publications from the Washington Post to the New York Times for publishing, quote, inaccurate stories about him. And okay, because it's not, not being nice to you, you know, that doesn't mean that it's not true. You know, people being nice doesn't mean it's true. You know, people telling the truth means that it's true. No, that's not true. That's not true. I, I don't I don't talk about my daughter that way. No, we have you on tape saying that kind of stuff, man. You, so many times. You're a creepy old fucking dude. And I. I'm going to. OK, dance. I'm going to dance and, a jig. I'm going to who, drink the whole bottle when he's gone. <laughs> all right. For people who don't believe this and I'm going to keep it anonymous and vague. But I, these people, these are people in my life, people I know. Um, but I'm going to keep it anonymous and vague for their sake. I know someone. Who, when she uh, got she she lost her job for whatever reason, yeah. had to go work for her father's company, and uh, she's always kept herself in really good shape. She 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 looks great, um, attractive woman. But that shouldn't matter, and that's terrible that I bring this up, um, because she went to work for her father's company. Her father said to her. Because she was telling him about the time she was sexually harassed. And he said, well, I'm your father. If I grabbed your ass right now, there's nothing you could do about it because I'm your father. Mm, that's not how it works, sir. <laughs> years later, years later, out to dinner, same people. She has her grown daughter with her. He says to her grown daughter. My, my, you've really grown into a really cute chick. Ugh. <laughs> she, doesn't speak, she doesn't speak to her father anymore. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. So if, if people don't believe like this stuff goes on, that there are fathers who do treat their daughters this way, there are. There are. Just to make, makes me think of like a guy walking up, hey, look at them titties. Like, like that, I'm, I'm your daughter. Yeah, but they look good. <laughs> like, what the that's fuck? That's, and that's, and that's how these people do treat women all the time. Yeah, that's everywhere. how he's and treated. And they just think that's acceptable. Good old Trump. Been peering in on teenage girls for years. It's time to stop. It's time to stop, okay? No more. Where the fuck are your parents? Who are your parents? I'm going to call Child Protective Services. It's time to stop. All right, this one comes from Raw Story, and it's about a fan of Trump. And yes, we are going Trump heavy because I, I need to get all these out of my system. Uh, who terrorized Kentucky students with a machete after complaining about campus's mockery of conservatives? Nineteen-year-old. Excuse year old. me. What the fuck? 
fuck shit did you yeah, just hang say? On. Hang on, let me say let me one more time. A 19-year-old former Transylvania University student has been arrested after a machete attack on the Central Kentucky campus left a woman injured, police said. Lexington police said Mitchell W. Adkins of Cincinnati walked into Jasmine's Cafe on campus armed with a machete and a bag full of knives shortly before 9 a.m. Friday. Police said he pulled out the machete, attacked a female student who was sent to University and Medical Center. Injury is not life-threatening. Uh, let's see. Another female was reportedly threatened by, par- by paramedics on the scene. Uh, said that about 30 to 40 people were in the cafe at the time. The guy came in, banged something, an atch- a hatchet or an axe on the table and said, the day of reckoning has come. He asked okay, somebody a what their, biblical. Yeah, he asked what their political affiliation was, and they said Republican. Whoa! And the guy said, you are safe. And then he realized what he was going on, and they started getting people out. So he was planning on killing people that were not Republican. So remember. All right, one. Remember, Ray. That guy was Ray, machete. Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, the answer is yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So one, that guy watched way too much machete. That's not how machetes work. No. Turns out they're kind of terrible for chopping up people. They're, they're they made are terrible. for branches. They're made for clean ma- foliage. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but foliage is actually a lot easier to clear than limbs. Yeah, because we, limbs have We all... regularly, human beings regularly get impaled. Impaled by rebar. This is a fairly common injury and it is super duper survivable with minimal impact on the rest of your life yeah that's how good we are that one medical science is pretty amazing nowadays two we are really really our bodies are pretty good (laughs) we really are like compared to us horses are glass they are just glass like we are just we're i don't know guys it's it's in our evolution it's the ape thing in us machetes are actually pretty terrible weapons that's not what they were made for it and and if you can actually kill somebody with it it's going to be horrid awful it's not going to be like the movie and that movie wasn't supposed that movie wasn't a documentary no just just throw that it wasn't (laughs) it was it was meant to be ridiculous so let's see he he asked if a girl was a democrat or republican she said republican he said okay then ask some other girl by that time, everybody was running out and screaming. The university played, placed the place on lockdown, and they subdued the assailant quickly. He's been charged with first-degree assault, fourth-degree assault, and three counts of wanton endangerment. That's a new one. <laughs> I am going to point out that the two victims, the two people, he one he did attack, and the other he didn't, were females. Yeah, how about that? Huh. Interesting that. Oh, no, but, you know, totally, you know, this is, has absolutely nothing to do with sexism. That's what all of the free speech warriors would say to you right now. He's not sexist. No, <laughs> it wasn't sexist. They just happened. He just happened to approach them first. Just happened to chat, just attack them first. He definitely wouldn't have seen them as easy targets. He definitely wouldn't have seen them wasn't, as Wasn't the going enemy. after the alphas or anything. Mm-hmm. Nope, wasn't going after no. the big guys. No, he definitely, definitely wouldn't have meant to attack women. No, it wasn't sex. And let's see. uh, So just to read the headline to you guys again. Trump fan terrorized Kentucky students with machete after complaining about campus's mockery of conservatives. So his feels got hurt and he attacked somebody. 
And yet, we and yet, still, we're are still the snowflakes. People. We're the snowflakes. The liberals the snowflakes. that lost and the I, election. <laughs> the yeah, we're the snowflakes. I still hear white people bitching about those black kids who attacked the disabled. It was wrong. It was not acceptable. But they're still acting like that's the systemic in like the systemic problem. They're still acting like that's the white racism. Like reverse oh, they, just, they, they hate white people. They, like, they, everybody hates they white keep people. Talking about this. <laughs> But I could point to 10 fucking mother conser- motherfucking conservatives who have taken weapons out. They have shot up Planned Parenthood. They apparently are now turning to fucking machetes. There's that <laughs> motherfucker who went out and wanted to kill all the women because they weren't fucking him because he was such a nice fucking guy. Nice guy. Show me. <laughs> Show me. So with all of this in mind, I leave you with my revised list of the two commandments. Thou shalt always be honest and faithful to the provider of thy nookie. And thou shalt try real hard not to kill anyone. Unless, of course, they pray to a different invisible man from the one you pray to. Two is all you need. Moses could have carried him down the hill in his fucking pocket. And if they had a list like that, I wouldn't mind those folks in Alabama putting it up on the courthouse wall. As long as they included one additional commandment, thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. This one comes to us via Patheos, the Friendly Atheist blog, and it's about uh, the Oklahoma Senate because, you know, they're the ones that re- that got rid of the Ten Commandments in the dead of night, I think like a year or so ago. And oh, yeah, they all... They came oh, in and yeah. secreted it out. So uh, they pulled a bill recently that would have allowed the Ten Commandments to be posted on public property, including schools and courthouses, effectively killing legislation that had already been approved by the state house. So they lost, uh, I think it was, um, I can't remember what it was. It was like a year or so ago. And so no one cares about these, the, the whole Ten Commandments anymore. And that's really hurting the feels of all these people that are in the, in the Bible Belt. And I do consider Oklahoma Bible Belt because, fuck, hey, have you been to Oklahoma before? <laughs> I mean, just listen to uh, the, uh, not Friendly Atheist, what is it? Um, uh, the Thinking Atheist, Seth Andrews. He's from. He's from that neck of the woods. So after a years long battle over 10 commandments monument outside the state Capitol building, which conservatives lost uh, state representative, John Bennett proposed this stupid bill, which would let historically significant documents be plastered in public spaces. And Hemet says here, but let's be honest. No one cares about the Magna Carta. <laughs> yeah. Wait, historically significant documents. There's so there's a lot more so than 10 many. commandments, you know? And so and there's more they, there's more that have had more of an impact because Ten Commandments are pretty shit. And it says here four in, of them are about one in, guy. In presenting the bill, Bennett made it clear that his primary interest is in the Ten Commandments, saying that they have quote impacted American law and culture with a force similar only to that of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. No, you guys need to stop no. listening to David Barton. Stop listening to him. Actually, American law was largely based on British law, and much of the press legal precedent that we worked into our legal system was based on English law. I don't and, know, but listen to opening arguments. It's kind of neat. And, uh, you know, how about that whole Hammurabi's Code thing that came out way before the Ten Commandments showed up anywhere? It's, okay, here's <laughs> the thing. Is the no killing people and no stealing shit came out real early in multiple cultures. 
Like, and those are really the only two. That's the only two they're really referring to as far as laws. Children having to obey their parents. Not really a no. law. That's not a law. Oh, my like, parents brought that up all the time, parents, though, when I was a kid. <laughs> parents have custodial stewardship over their children. Yes, that's mm. not obey, honor thy mother and thy father. That's not a law. Uh, adultery was a law. Turns out, shit law. That's why we don't enforce it anymore. <laughs> um, but killing and stealing is really all... You are like no law says don't cover covet your neighbor's shit. You can totally covet your neighbor's shit legally. <laughs> like and how on earth would we enforce that? Hemet Hemet says pretty much the same thing here. He says that Bennett never explained how the rules about worshiping only one specific God, rejecting false idols, keeping the Sabbath day holy, and taking the Lord's name in vain have anything to do with our law. But I'm not the one spinning an obvious lie. He also ignored the fact that it's legal although not ethical, to commit adultery, lie, and covet, the point is, our law is not based on the Decalogue. <laughs> it's not! Th th there's two that they're referring to. Killing and stealing. And so, uh, when people were asking, oh, would this include Islamic or Satanic displays being included in the mix? You know, people like supporters of the Satanic Temple, like here, that would be like, oh, does that mean we get to put ba the, the seven tenets up in schools and stuff, too? Is that what that please? means? Please. Can we just start doing that? We don't even have to. We don't even no, have to, have to call it what to it is. No. So no, just Kevin, put those up. They're really nice. Kevin Calvi, a representative from Edmond, a Republican, said that it is unlikely that the law will be used to erect a monument to Satanism because I don't think our country was found on Satanism, founded on Satanism. And he said uh, about the Quran not was, being included because he said Islam did not play a significant role in the founding of America. Oh, actually. Dealings with Islamic nations did. Yep, it was in there. It was part of. It was part of our early negotiations with other countries. It was kind of part of our thing. It was. Uh, what, what's did, what's the one that matter. Jefferson put out there? What was it the the Treaty of Tripoli or something like that? Where we're like the United yeah. States is not a Christian nation. <laughs> yeah, he... <laughs> no, he very clearly said that we shall never have an issue with the Islamic countries because we don't have an official religion. Yeah. That was like lying. It was. It was. That was. He was like, no, no, we specifically did this on purpose. Yeah, it was a fucking win-win win, win back then because, hey, look, if we don't have a specific religion that we say we all are, even though some of us might be Christian or some of us might be, you know, deists and stuff like that, even if they're playing that game, that means that they get they get to negotiate with folks that they wouldn't normally be negotiating with because, you know, you can't because I'm Christian, they're Muslim, we can't get along together, you know, crusades. It was a trait, it was, a, it was strategic it was trading. It was so smart. God, it was smart. It was so <laughs> smart. Like, so, what the these fuckers they're sitting there with their fiscal conservative and their economies and free trade but they're like not with the brownies so the brownies the bill money. the bill that could have uh, allowed the 10 commandments on government property was quietly pulled from consideration on thursday severely hurting its chances to become law yes i, I think that oh. that's that, that's what that means when they pull a bill it's very unlikely that it's going to make it into law <laughs> yeah pretty pretty rare it said it was it on the out. it was on the senate agenda but floor leader greg treat republican oklahoma city announced that it wouldn't be heard before moving on to other business and that's it they oh. didn't say anything else beyond that they didn't give an explanation just gone not coming back <laughs> maybe that floor leader was like oh no this is a lawsuit waiting to happen maybe someone's finally fucking paid attention to all the lawsuits that they've lost <laughs> When they're trying to push this shit out there and not include everybody else. 
How about that? Historically significant. I, I could argue that, you know, Satanism had a lot to do with America. If you're trying to say it's a Christian nation, who's the who's the counterpoint to that? Right. It's the Satan. Coin, right? <laughs> yep. Um, That's ridiculous. There's there's like significant like there was the hippie movement where they kind of went like pseudo pagan. Um, the the feminist mo- the, the suffragette. Yeah. The suffragette. I have sinned against you, my lord, and I would ask that your precious blood would wash and cleanse. Every stain until it is in the seas of God's forgetfulness. Representative Randy Weber of Texas spoke alongside several other members of Congress on Wednesday at an event called Washington, a man of prayer. And he used he his was. he used his time to openly weep about the First Amendment, women's rights, and marriage equality. Yes. Okay. And I'm not going to mock okay. a guy for weeping, but the, the, the shit that he says here just deserves mocking. We have endeavored to try and kick your word out of public schools. Father, we have endeavored to take the Bible out of classrooms, the Ten Commandments off the walls. Oh, Lord, forgive us. Father, we think we're so smart. We have replaced your word and your precepts with drug-sniffing dogs, metal detectors, and uniformed police officers in our schools. Oh, Lord, forgive us. No, that's those those are the drugs. They're, they're not and they're guns. even vaguely correlated. Yeah, you still have guns and stuff in your school, even if they're Christian, actually, because most of them are Christian. You know, it turns out that school violence was actually higher when we had prayer in school. Yeah, because it, it creates was. an in group and out group. How about that? <laughs> well, no, no, it was it was just that we were poor at uh, we were even worse at addressing mental health issues. Yeah, and we ignored problems and we allowed bullying and you know like terrible horrible thing oh and by the way the bullying didn't cause the violence the bullies were the violence yep and let's um, see go but, ahead but like no so i'm not saying that prayer caused it i'm just saying that there was actually that school violence is actually way way down uh, we hear about it more. We are more aware of it. And that's because nowadays it's more rare. It's more atrocious. But actually, back in the 50s and 60s and 70s, it was much higher. I mean, we're at a 50 year all time low for pretty much all violence. Yeah, it's because there's a lot more people with cameras out there, I think. <laughs> Don't go see the circle. I'll no, get to it later. No. All right. It says he also continues. Father, we have trampled on your holy institutions of holy matrimony. Your holy institution of holy matrimony. Fuck your redundant guy. Uh, and oh. tried to rewrite what it is, and we've called it an alternative lifestyle. Father, please forgive us. No, you so. call it an alternative lifestyle. We just call it lifestyle. <laughs> it's fine. And you know, if if we would stop, you know, placing so much goddamn importance, and you know, all of these wonderful business you know one-ups that happen for marriage i think it's an institution that would honestly just go away you know people should just be couples they shouldn't have to go through and fill out all sorts of fucking paperwork to make it fucking right because it's a real pain in the ass well, to get out of and it there's some people that want to have commitment stuff like that and i get it but the thing well, is yeah, like, we, if, would if, have, we would have marriage okay so when we talk about marriage um there's legal marriage and then there's marriage style couplings yeah like penguins or other cultures um and like there there is yeah so the institutions of 
monogamous or not even necessarily monogamous, but committed couplings or pairings or, you know, marriage style relationships, romantic relationships would continue to exist. But yeah, the only reason we have legal marriage is because we've tied all these things up into it that were based in the patriarchy. Sorry, they were. It was. So he also says, Lord, we have gone to killing the most innocent among us. Your servant Moses warned in Deuteronomy 19 for us to choose life so that we and all our descendants might live. Father, we're killing our descendants and calling it a choice. (laughs) Oh, Uh, God in heaven, please forgive us, please. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, like God when he killed all the babies on the entire planet? You know, when he he slayed everybody. And then how about later on when he killed the firstborn of every person in in, uh, in Egypt at the time? Who didn't China. have lamb? Who didn't kill a baby sheep? And put, to the blood put their over blood the on their door. You know that's terrifying. Um, you know and a, then, a ghost that is not smart enough. <laughs> that is yeah. absolutely not smart enough to know which person to kill and which not to kill. You know, uh, if you're God, <laughs> you should be able to. You should figure it out. You should know right? that already, shouldn't you? I mean, you figure it out. Huh, I think so. <laughs> like god had to kill them even though he knew already that he was going to kill them eventually right and that that brings me into the whole just not letting them be born his whole oh uh, oh i'm sorry (laughs) i love it when people talk about how abortion's not in the bible yes it is (laughs) it very much is there (laughs) and what's fine with it as long as he says it's fine okay so wait those women couldn't possibly have received some form of revelation from god in order to do this right no nope. they have no to get, they have no, to get that, that one it. thing shoved up their cooch to to like look this is your baby right. no, you know <laughs> no you're right women can't receive revelation from god that's no. right they're How dirty silly. filthy they're dirty filthy holes which need to be filled and then an oven inside bakes the man's reproduction not the woman's <laughs> reproduction her her genetics have nothing to do with it it's the man's sperm that just kind of bakes in there like bread. Oh, that's not it at all? Oh, sorry. My, I, I didn't get proofed long enough in the oven. I came out a bit too soon. I was a bit doughy still. <laughs> oh, yeah, I still am. I took 20 poke, days. Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> I was 20 days late. Holy shit. That wow. Was yeah, I was. Yeah, this was back in the days when they would let women go 20 days late. Like, that was, oh, my God. They don't do this anymore. <laughs> I was Felicia's to be grabbing on the shit on her way out. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have to because they they eventually did do a C-section and I had the umbilical cord and all that like they, I was not coming out I ain't I leaving like, I, I will kill myself before I leave this bitch <laughs> funny thing funny sorry thing. that's a stillborn baby joke I know that's kid. not funny <laughs> I am not I wasn't the needy kid I wasn't the needy kid I was like yep yeah, mom actually my mom has a story she loves to tell she decided she was going to do the stay at home mom thing and she took me out of daycare for a summer. And two weeks in, I look at her and I go, can I go back to daycare now? And she went, yep. <laughs> My sister, though, who was born of natural birth, which is, I know it's C-section to natural. It's Yeah, but she was. She was wow, born of I'm amazed birth. I still let her do that. Because usually after C-section, yeah. they're like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> it, was a brief, it was a brief period where they said it was fine. Ah. It really was. Like, I've looked at the medical history of it. It was a brief period. I was like, oh, shit, that, yep. My sister was born in that window. Um, and they let her. So she was born of natural birth. She was fine. No complications. Just simple 
uh, she was the one who was like, no, never let me go. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, take that representative Randy Weaver of Texas. We took your crying and whining about God needing to save everybody. And we turned it into babies and uteruses and, you know, all that stuff that makes you feel kind of oogie inside. Vagina. 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 How about, you know, labia? I bet you that word bugs him. I bet you if you ran up to him and be like, hey, hey, Randy, Randy, vagina. (laughs) And he'd be like, ugh. ugh." (laughs) How dare you? Hunt. Just has has just like, oh, Lord. (laughs) If he had pearls, he'd be clutching at him. <laughs> I can tell you this, and a lot of people don't like when I say it, but he was a young man of 26 or 27 when he took over from his father, when his father died. Uh, he's dealing with obviously very tough people, in particular the generals and others. And at a very young age, he was able to assume power. A lot of people, I'm sure, tried to take that power away, whether it was his uncle or anybody else. And he was able to do it. So. Obviously, he's a pretty smart cookie. This is a week 14 of the Trump presidency. This is for the the 29th of April. We get back to that. Donald Trump has been up to a lot. I mean, we say that every fucking week. That's why we have a segment dedicated to it. Because has he been up to a lot? He, I, mean, I mean, okay, he, he hasn't accomplished a fucking thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's been up to a bunch, but nothing ever happened. But he, boy, he's been putting his finger in a lot of dikes. He's been trying to, you know, he's been trying to fuck with things left and right, and it's not working out I for him. Hasn't been putting <laughs> fingers in dikes. No, thank you. Uh, so he feuded with Democrats all last week over a potential government shutdown, which has been averted. We we were going to talk about in the news, but we didn't bring it up because it's only for a week. It's a stopgap. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this whole. Uh, feuding has been about you know fund the wall and Democrats are like no you said Mexico was going to pay for it yeah no and, fuck you no <laughs> uh, no Mexico is going to pay for it okay you don't have to fund the wall we'll, we'll go ahead and get a budget in front of you hey kill healthcare no we're we're not going to kill healthcare okay well no. I'll get a, I'll get a budget in front of you anyway and then he's like let's change the tax code to fifteen percent on business and you know rich people get le- more tax cuts and it's like no (laughs) no all the democrats are saying is no we're not saying no and fuck you we're just going no come to me with some actual you know real stuff to talk about and maybe we'll sign this stuff into law but they're not interested hear hear the conservatives going no but when he shut down the government for health care no you motherfuckers you motherfuckers just wanted to have nothing you just wanted nothing Mm-hmm. And that that's not what's going. It's very different. I'm sorry, but it's different because what Trump is bringing to the table is absurd. What Obama was bringing was what Trump is bringing to the table is things that have not been established through this, through any form of government other than he's just shoving it at him. Um, th- what the Demo- what the Republicans were doing were go was going something that we have been unable to repeal many many times, and the Supreme Court had said was fine was constitutional you motherfuckers are trying to you shut you did shut down the government over that you did don't that's what the republicans did don't the republicans have democrats are doing in the senate don't they have uh 50 51 i think or 50 plus plus pence that they signed to 51 so they should be able to get anything they want across there's only like two independents and the rest are democrats so i thought that i thought the budget uh no you're right it should just be a simple majority 
Yeah, and yeah. So, for so everything, there's Republicans voting against this shit too. For everything that they don't like, they can now do that whole nuclear option since they've gone ahead and did that to get Neil Gorsuch in fucking office. Fuck. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, keep doing that because turnabout's a fucking fair play when it comes to it. <laughs> the Democrats kick your ass in 2018. Oh, it's not gonna happen, guys. It's not gonna happen. No, people are pissed. <laughs> people are very fucking pissed, and they're actually working towards making government work these days. All right, so what else has he done? He's he's targeted Obama-era regulations, which make no fucking sense except for fuck the black guy, you know, that was here before. I'm going to make sure that I get a whole bunch of uh, hookers in here to piss on the bed that he slept on. You know, that's the kind of shit that he's up to. He is just middle finger to the... And I'm going to say this only because it is exactly the kind of shit I bet you are hearing behind closed doors eras. Right. Fuck that nigger. You know, internal, yes. Yeah, the internal dialogue, not your words. Not my words. No. <laughs> so he is removing regulations on banks, agriculture, national monuments. They're pulling fucking Antiquities Act stuff out. They're going to start saying, yeah, we want to check and make sure all those uh, wonderful national monuments that, that are keeping the land safe from, you know, development. We're going to look at those again because, but we're only going to look at, you know, halfway through Clinton and on. We're not going to worry about anybody okay. else's. So I want to talk to you, Utahns. All right. Why aren't you, you mad? You had a guy. <laughs> you had a guy that wanted to protect your public lands, which the majority of you give a fuck about, like a big fuck. A All lot of, of you want to protect <laughs> public lands. Yeah, it's it's a strong majority. Love our public lands and want to protect them. It's kind of our thing. And um, let's not and forget, guys. It. Utah. Utah is a bunch of open space, like. Population Mostly density in this state is board. is laughable. <laughs> and yet we have a housing crisis. It's another topic. <laughs> yeah, sorry, another topic, um, another day. But uh, no, Utahns, you had a guy. You had a guy. He had white hair and he was delightful. He was a genuinely good person. And you voted for Herbert anyway, because I don't know. I guess he's Mormon. Fuck. You. And he has an R Fuck next you. to his name. You know what it is? If he has the R next to the name, they see the R. They're Herbert. like, I just need to vote for the Republican because they're about liberty and freedom. <sighs> yeah, liberty of your fucking public land. Man. Okay. All, right. All right. Anyway, Sorry. so he's Stop. also signed uh, regulations on offshore drilling. Promised that Mexico will eventually pay for the wall in some form at a quote later date. He called his. Oh, that's he called his record low approval ratings fake, insisted that the U.N. push for more sanctions against North Korea, who launched another missile and it failed spectacularly again. And apparently they're what beating the drums. Earth, are there sanctions? They're what stupid. Are there sanctions? They're just dumb. It's two dumb people like, you know, bumping chests with each other like about they're never going to fucking fight. They're just going to end up kissing and butt fucking each other in the bathroom is what's going to happen. Is All right. That, here's the deal with North Korea. China really doesn't want North Korea to do this. No. China has their back right now, but they're also the big brother with the big stick. Mm-hmm. And you, you're going to get your it, ass kicked. <laughs> this is what they're they saying. Really, yeah, they really don't want North Korea to pull the shit. And they do have pull there. Even South Korea is going, no, please stop. <laughs> like, not to North Korea, but to everybody else. Stop. Let us handle this. You know, let us work it out with our people to the oh, north. <laughs> wait, I thought white people that's I thought Im- white people did all the things the best. Oh, I watched Last Samurai. Oh, man. Oh, that movie I, pissed me off watched, so bad. <laughs> I watched that movie. I thought white people were better at Asia and 
oriental tom cruise man (laughs) i tell you let's see he implemented more sanctions against syria finally got his secretary of agriculture confirmed had another executive order seeking to cut off federal funding to sanctuary cities yeah i got a question about the agriculture yeah um does this person hate farms I mean, oh, that's yeah. just the pattern. Yeah, yeah, that is the pattern for this guy is that he's, he yeah. gets people in these offices that you've like had some sort of beef against the office that they're into uh, completely yeah. over or underqualified <laughs> for these kind of uh, things. Entirely. Entirely. Just remember, um, Rick Perry now runs the energy department, which was previously ran, <laughs> which was previously ran, was. previously ran by a fucking PhD and Nobel Prize winning guy. So it's like I'm not the yeah, kind fuck of person. Obama. Yeah, fuck Obama. Exactly. Not realizing that has to do with nuclear weapons too. No, I had nothing. He had no real. He had no recollection of that at all. Uh, let's see what else happened. He had another executive order seeking to cut off federal funding to sanctuary cities, but that was blocked by a federal judge, and he claimed that it was the Ninth Circuit, and they're like, "No, that's above us. We're actually a lower court." <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah. The judge there's like, no, that's gonna go up if if you if it gets uh overturned, it's gonna go to the Ninth Circuit and then it'll go to the Supreme Court after that. Let's see, he uh pushed new tariffs against Canada in the markets of milk and softwood. He's trying he's igniting oh. a fucking trade war with Canada. Yes, he is. With Canada. Canada is is easy mode guys i mean i'm not trying to like disparage anybody from that country because no, we no, know no, no, we have no, no. listeners from there. canada's great canada's we, great america and canada we have this history where it's like you're the more polite version of us with less crazy fucking religious people you know i've i okay, quite enjoy your guys' here's, television <laughs> here's how our here's how here's our relationship we import comedians we from two, you <laughs> we do uh we got too big for our britches decided we could fuck you up you fuck you up you said, ha, 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 picked us back, and we went, okay, we'll be nice from now on. <laughs> That's what happened. And we've done a great job. Everyone knows Canada's delightful, and we like you. And Canada, um, just thank you so much for the lovely messages of you're great already before Trump won. That was really, really wonderful, and it actually brought a tear to my eye. I just want to thank you, Canada. Also, we're really, really sorry. Now, really sorry. You're wonderful. We're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> We're trying to speak the vernacular. So sorry. All right, let's see. They came out with a massive tax reform plan that was just a single page of bullet pointed ideas. And let me let me give you guys a couple of them here. The very first one that it says here is grow the economy and create millions of jobs. <laughs> Number two, simplify our burdensome tax code. Number three. That's per- it, this is their this is their goals for tax reform right here. Oh my god, Provide tax relief to American families, especially middle middle income families. Number oh, four. thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Number four, lower the business tax rate from one of the highest in the world to one of the lowest. That doesn't even make sense. Trickle down. That doesn't even make sense. Trickle down. Uh, for individual reforms, he says tax relief for American families, especially middle income families. And they go into the, the bullet points here where it says reducing the seven tax brackets to three tax brackets of 10, 25 and 35 percent. There need to be a lot more than seven, in my opinion. 
because somebody that makes $250,000 should not be taxed at the same rate of somebody that makes $10 billion a year. Yeah. No kidding. It's called, I, you know, it's really quite simple. Somebody, okay, let's say somebody has $100 yeah. and somebody has $10. If you take a dollar from each of them, guess which one it hurts more? The one that owes 10% of their money. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The one that always yeah. Flat taxes he wants are to, bullshit. He wants to double the standard deduction, which is that's not gonna work because you can't wait. What? <laughs> yeah. So the, that the doesn't nor- even make sense. The normal deduction that you get for your taxes where you're like, you know, this is how much you've paid into taxes, this is what we can deduct. He wants to double that money that you can deduct that you would actually owe if you didn't pay through enough through your W twos. You know, so you like- if would be nice because i owe my taxes from this yeah. last year because i was a contractor and it's a thing yeah but uh, and then i wouldn't have owed if they doubled it um but but that's still not, doesn't make a lot of sense to me because just double just what why just you for, know for what eh, reason just go ahead and double it whatever but that's not how tax it's a complex tax system because we have a complex society you guys i don't know if you noticed this but it's a pretty complex society you okay um look at the house two doors down just like find the house that not the next window that you see the next one over what does that fucker do and if you even know their job title please explain to me in detail what they do that's how complex our society is (laughs) i look i look at it this way if you're doubling the standard deduction that's essentially like saying hey irs let's pretend that we've got twice as many people living in this country now that are actually paying taxes. You don't have that many per capita people in this country. You are going to essentially be cutting your revenue by half. And how the fuck are you going to pay for everything that we have 615 billion fucking dollars to the military? It's like, how, how are you going to pay? Oh, wait, we're going to go to war. That's what it is. Okay. (laughs) I want to, I want to, it just uh, mm. i know okay. there's no words for this stuff because it's that stupid no, it's just ridiculous <laughs> it's so stupid i can't even okay uh yeah yep white girl i can't even right now but okay no moving on i just <laughs> i i'm out of words i'm out of words for that tax plan because it doesn't just double just so, du- why why double why yeah. why not why not quadruple it? No, Why no. not? If we're Fuck already it? if we're already in fucking Candyland, let's just go ahead and make it. Let's just go balls to the wall. Why don't we? All right. So for business reform, he's Fuck got a bunch of other ones forever. out there. Uh, he wants to have a twenty five percent business tax rate instead of the normal fifty percent. So he's he's talking about cutting that in half because you know that's going to make it so small businesses can hire more people and you blah, blah, trickle down economics, wait, which has not worked. That, but wait, but he, but okay, there. I mean, you can say there is. I mean, but again, taxes aren't, and even for businesses, there's your like initial tax rate, and then there's your actual tax rate. I'm not using the correct terms, but like even for businesses, it doesn't actually work out to fifty percent, and especially for small businesses, because like if you don't make a profit, you actually don't owe taxes. Yeah. So, which is I mean, why and, I can't and, wait and, to okay. get this show as an LLC, so I can claim all sorts of losses. <laughs> I want to point out that we are not opposed to tax reform in yeah. is, in essence. Tax, yes, we should always be reforming and updating and perfecting our taxes. We should always be working on making the taxes fairer and better and 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 just more 
make more sense across the board. We should always be doing that. But here's the thing. People who voted for Trump want simple things. They like things in simple answers and simple small things that they can just understand. They want to feel like they get it because, again, complex society, which means complex things, which you don't get. I don't get it. Do you think I understand the tax? No, I get my taxes. Yeah. Kind of. Mostly. I get them enough to do them right. Um, and wait till you start have withholdings and, you know, having a, you know, stock that you're making dividends on and having small businesses and stuff. Boy, it just gets that much more fun. That's why you hire people. That's oh, why yeah. That's exactly people. why I have a fucking person do my taxes for me, because if I fuck it up, that's just it. if I fuck it up, I go to jail. If they fuck it up, they owe me. <laughs> yeah, that's just the thing. And that's just, we that's the, the beauty of our complex system. We can hire experts. Guess what? It creates it's jobs. <laughs> it's fantastic. We all have a position in our society and we can all make it work together. Oh, someone's going to give a beautiful. shit about that. Someone's going to give us so much shit about that. How we think our tax tax code is great because it makes jobs. <laughs> ha, I'm not. We're, okay. we're being facetious, that's people. Over, we're yeah. being facetious. But, so, yes. But no, it's a complex tax system and you can't just like they want simple, tiny little answers. But the thing is that there are no simple, tiny answers in a in a community, in a society this large. It doesn't work and it causes problems if you want simple things. We are not 20 people living in a tribe moving from place to place. We don't just get to say we don't like you. Move on. You're now you're not the leader. This guy's the leader. That's not how it works anymore, guys. Nope. <laughs> Let's see. What else has he been up to? He, uh, We've got only just a couple more because we need to bring this to an end. He said he was has absolutely considered breaking up the Ninth, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals because that's something that he can do as in the executive branch is, you know, just go ahead and go, you Wait, know, that constitutional, no. you know, like branch of law, you know, the whole legislative branch. I'm just going to go ahead and just abolish that. That's not legislative, that's judicial. What, yeah, judicial. Sorry, judicial. judicial sorry. Judicial. Sorry. That that's what tyrants do because that's exactly yeah, how he's acting just, right there. You can't just abolish the courts. But he wants to be a tyrant. That's what he wants to be is but a tyrant. He, but he'd be that's so bad at it. He would be so terrible oh, at it. Because Hitler was great at it. No, but I'm saying I'm so saying like king, like king Abdullah of Jordan. <laughs> he rules that country with an iron fist, but everybody's happy. <laughs> Sorry, go Does move he? it. Yeah, no, he's not an iron fist kind of guy. He's not a tyrant. He's not yeah, Gaddafi so he's level. Really of things. Not. In fact, he's, they, in fact, they have like religious freedom over there. Yeah, how about that? So let's see. He uh, yeah, it's actually fine to not be Muslim in Jordan. He gave the Pentagon more authority to put troops on the ground in Iraq and Syria because yay, we need to get bogged down in that shit some more. He warned of a major, major conflict with North Korea. And this last one that I want to bring up is we're going to spend the last little minute on it that we have here. He admitted that being president is tougher than he thought it would be. It's tougher than he thought it would be. He thought it would be easier than his old life, in fact. It's not even just tougher than he thought it would be. It's He thought it would be easier than the life he was living. He thought this was a retirement gig. He thought this was being a greeter at Walmart. He thought this was policing the golf course and getting free golf. That's what he thought. That's what he thought. <laughs> he, he has, he has, you know, the, Don, there's these things called books. <laughs> <laughs> that exists that you could have read one maybe two of while you were running for there's, this office you know <laughs> where you wouldn't have been a very silly book. there's a very silly book called um how to fight the president 
Yeah, or something like that. It's from Crack. Uh, Daniel O'Brien wrote it. It's delightful. It's about how to fight the president. And it's delightfully historically accurate, in fact. And um, that one will detail to you the complexity and difficulty of being president. It is you, Don, Donnie, Donnie, <laughs> darling. You couldn't handle being president when George Washington was president. You couldn't do it. because. Even then, with slow mail and plenty of days off, actually, it was still probably it was it was just horrifically stressful. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Then it's 2017, yeah, and we have the internet now. <laughs> so here's what he says: He misses driving. He feels as if he's in a cocoon, and he's surprised how hard his new job is. There's a wonderful article by Reuters where they they had an ex- exclusive on this and so he <laughs> he said I loved my previous life I had so much so many things going not on not so many things going on <laughs> I loved my so previous things. life I had so many things going this going. is more work than in my previous life I thought it is would that- be easier I thought it would be easier <laughs> Has he not paid attention to any president going in and the meat grinder it puts them in? And when they come out, they look like they've really just been fucked hard and put away wet. You know? No, (laughs) he's that rich kid who assumes he's good at everything. He's that rich kid who once said to me, I'm in college and you're not. (laughs) This is the guy who. That's that guy. These same Reuters guys that were here for this interview. (laughs) It's all cat butt. Sorry. (laughs) Look on video there, guys. Uh, He handed out to the three reporters that were there from Reuters in the Oval Office. He handed them a printout of the the (laughs) the electoral college map of, you know, all the red parts of the country that he won. He said, here, you can take that. That's the final map of the numbers. It's pretty good, right? The red is obviously us. The red. Motherfucker. There is more open space in the red than people. Like, by far. By far. The reason the red takes up more of the map is because those are counties. And it's an illustration, not a literal representation. Yeah, if you You made those counties as big. Three million. If you made those counties as big as as the, The if you did population density. It would look a lot fucking different. So, and he said that the article says that he was accustomed to not having privacy in his old life. He expressed surprise at how little he had now because he was still getting used to having 24 hour secret service protection and its constraints that they're in. What the fuck did you think? (laughs) The fuck did you think was going to happen, Don? (laughs) Have you not paid it? He's 70. He's been around for at least eight presidents, you know, or maybe seven or so. He hasn't been paying attention. He's been <laughs> looking at his ratings. He just hears a thing and then half remembers it and then repeats it and thinks that he is good at anything. <laughs> good at anything. This motherfucker isn't good at anything. I guarantee you, he's not actually good at anything. He is white. He is white male mediocrity to the <laughs> personified degree. he is 
He is he the living <laughs> white male mediocre. He is not good at anything. Hey y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. That does it for this week's current events. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode coming out on Wednesday, which is going to be our weekly feature show. Uh, before we completely wrap up this section, I, of course, have to give the biggest thanks to all of our amazing patrons who support us each week. So many thanks go out to our new and sustaining patrons. Felicia Antwistle. What? what? <laughs> Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman for all the help and love that they shared with us. But an extra pile of love and respect. Go to Marissa McCool, who got a fucking tattoo today. Holy shit. She got her. She got her whole back done, <laughs> like the, the like 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 panty line to bra line, like from like flank to flank, like the whole back part there. I'm like, God damn, you're badass. I've so, been anyway. on the social medias. I need to check oh, this out. That's amazing. <sighs> yeah. So thanks for us. We really appreciate that. Uh, if you wish to support the work that we do each week, make sure you go to Patreon.com/slash/UtahOutcast. However, money isn't the only way to get our attention. So if you don't have the budget, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on really does help us out a ton. So We'll make sure to give you guys your due praise, like the handful of, that we got in the past week. So really quick on YouTube, we have Michael Reeves. And on Twitter, we have Op American Jesus, E period, O period, Brando Text, Canadis News, Hon- Honest Hillary, about to say Honest, wow, uh, Ian Dieball, and Elvay King. So thank you guys so much for enjoying our silly social media nonsense. So a final thanks goes out to Felicia for joining me this week. And before we cut you loose, we wanted to remind you that we'll be back again this Wednesday for our features episode. But until then, you're welcome. Bon nuit. Good, Good night, night, everybody. I woke up this morning. I had a scone and a large house blend. Then a little conversation with my squirrel and chipmunk friends. I said I'm sick and tired of winter. And I wish that it was spring. Then a little fella named Robin Redbreast began to sing And he sang Ooh, child, what'd you think a cold winter's gonna last forever? Ooh, child, now's the time for all the people to get together See you in flagrante delicto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called Fucking outside I thanked him for the information I cried a little when he flew away I watched an episode of the People's Court And I tried to plan my day Called up my old lady She wasn't home so I called my girl I asked her if she'd like to join me As I entertain the world And I said, 
child I bring a blanket and I promise I will brush the ants off Maybe I'll see you in Flagrante Delecto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called Fucking outside So we went to the park together We were walking in the midday sun Met all kinds of people and we We fucked everyone the lady who sells ice cream We fucked a man with a tan sharp Everyone who needed fucking well then They got fucked today So come on Ooh, child Open your mind and your heart Feel the spirit moving through you Ooh, child You feel the warmth of the love When I stick it to you Starts today. Bring your favorite lady, or at least your favorite thing. Water's not cold, baby. Dip in your big toe. Maybe I'll see you in Flagrante Delecto. Grass below you, sky above. Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called fucking outside. Fucking outside. Fucking outside. I miss having a president I didn't need to watch the news for every fucking week. <laughs> Obama was so boring. Wasn't that nice? He was deliciously boring. <laughs> Wasn't Hillary Clinton so lovely boring? She was so boring. You're like, she oh, it's so status quo. Unfiring. Yes, let's keep status quo going. <laughs> oh, I miss the status quo. Silent but steady progression to the future. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that nice? All around the world. Poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 